Welcome back to Microsoft for Startups, Middle East and Africa and 33 Voices Signal Talks. The question we have today is, what are the building blocks that make a great startup workplace culture? Mo, what are your thoughts on this? It's a good question. It's a good question. It's a great topic, obviously. And we have touched on this on several previous episodes. So perhaps we can focus here on a few examples that can demonstrate the making of a world-class culture. The beauty of starting a company is that you go into it with no preconceived notions. It's really only a dream. It's a dream of improving people's lives. And that certainly starts with improving the lives of those who work with you and those who will ultimately experience whatever it is that your team's delivering, which is your customer. And you start with a blank canvas and you're painting this cool portrait of whatever future that you want to create. And typically that future is radically different than the present and radically different than the past. And as you're asking that question, I mean, think about it for a moment. We all have dreams as kids. We dream of doing something amazing in the world whether it's being a professional athlete, whether it's being an entertainer, or whether growing up like Elon and thinking I want to be a rocket scientist. I don't know about you, but for me, it was I wanted to be a professional athlete or like my mom used to always say, someday you're going to be a businessman. So I wanted to be a professional athlete or a businessman. And those dreams are vivid. Those dreams are what bring inspiration to our lives They're what bring meaning to our lives. And when we're kids, we're not thinking about why we can't achieve those dreams. We're not thinking about risk. We're not thinking about who are my competitors going to be. Somehow or another, our young brains convince us that we can go out there and change the world. So I asked the individual who asked this question, And all founders listening right now, why would you ever engineer a workplace that has any limits? Why wouldn't you be very deliberate about building the workplace environment of your dreams? And one of the most important building blocks is for you and your company to stand for something, to believe so much in an idea that you're willing to risk everything for it. Now, you've been involved in the startup community and in your region for a long time. When you stop and ask yourself, how many people do you know that definitively stand for something? And to even take it a step further, how many companies can you name that live that point of view, that actually know what they stand for, that employee number one and employee number a thousand can say the same thing. And we talk a lot about differentiation, right? The world's obsessed with this word differentiation. Yet, you can't tell the different car models apart today. The electric cars are all going to be like Tesla's. All right. 
all of these cars look the same. All phones, all laptops, all tablets, they all look alike. One company comes out and says, we stand for diversity. And every company in the genre follows because they have to stand for the for diversity. So I hope that that gives this individual or the individuals listening a picture. So our suggestion is from day one, stand for something. Be explicit about what your company's point of view is. Be clear on what it is that only your company and only you can do. Use it to attract incredibly talented individuals. Use it as a lever to make promises to your customers that only you can keep. And I think most important of all, use it to inspire the world or just inspire your world. One of the greatest examples, I think, over the past couple of years, and we can leave everybody with this, that I've seen talk about this level of inspiration, and I think this level of standing for something, was Nike's 30th anniversary campaign. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are not going to be familiar with that, because this featured an American football player by the name of Colin Kaepernick. And Colin was the first to protest racial inequality in America. And he did that by kneeling during the national anthem at the start of football games, American football games here. And very soon it started to create a movement where several hundred athletes before the start of football games would kneel down in support of racial inequality and police brutality and so forth. Obviously, the controversy became political, and Colin hasn't been in the league since 2018 because of that. However, Nike was his sponsor. And think about this for a moment. They used it as an opportunity to showcase on their 30th anniversary what they stand for. And what Nike stands for and what Nike has always stood for is their athletes. The inspiration behind everything that they do are their athletes, period. And my advice to the individual who asked this question is, ask yourself that. What is it that we stand for? What is it that only we can do? Because that is the first step and will always be the first step to building and becoming an original company, a category defining company as we like to speak. And if you give me a minute, I can find the verbiage of this ad and maybe we can put a link to it because I think it, it will demonstrate what we're talking about here when somebody says, how do we build a culture? And I would say every startup starts with this premise. What kind of business do we want to build? What kind of company and culture do we want to stand for? Let me read some of this text to you. And, and I think it will help people realize why a company on their 30th anniversary chose to be controversial because they stood for who they are. The, the text of the commercial is, and you can just Google Colin Kaepernick, Nike. 
it starts out by saying, if people say your dreams are crazy, if they laugh at what you think you can do, good, stay that way. Because what non-believers fail to understand is that calling a dream crazy is not an insult. It's a compliment. Don't try to be the fastest runner in your school or don't be the fastest runner in the world. Be the fastest ever. Don't picture yourself wearing an OBJ's jersey. He's an American football player. Picture OBJ wearing your jersey. Don't settle for becoming the homecoming queen or being a linebacker. It's a position in football. Do both. And that was the first woman who played college football here in America. Lose 120 pounds and become an Ironman after beating a brain tumor. Don't believe that you have to be like anybody to be somebody. Because if you're born a refugee, don't let that stop you from playing soccer for the national team at age 16. Don't become the best basketball player on the planet. Be bigger than basketball. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. And then obviously, let me just skip to the last part of it, because this is really sums it up. And if you're a girl from Compton, don't just become a tennis player, become the greatest athlete ever. And he's talking about Serena Williams. So don't ask if your dreams are crazy. Ask if your dreams are crazy enough. And if that's not inspirational to people, certainly they have their own level of inspiration. The day that commercial aired, Nike's online sales went up 25%. I think we can stop here because enough said, stand for something. And that's at the beginning building block, I think, of any culture. Fascinating. Incredible. Thank you so much for sharing, Mo. Until next time. 